there ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of This Week in History with me your host Dan the Viking. The episode that we all know happens this time of year is the yearly recap from the previous year, so thank you very much for joining us for another year here at This Week in History. We have a lot lined up for you this year and a lot more episodes including our special guest host which is my father um so yes dad will be back on the show so welcome him back when he does return and thank you guys for your ongoing support from last year now a little pre-warning to you this episode as per usual is the only episode that you will hear me give opinions that may not fit the narrative of what everybody else thinks I am human and I do have my own opinions and I tend not to voice them on this show um, but this is the only episode where you will hear me give opinions on world things that have happened that everybody knows about. So we'll start in the month of January where Croatia becomes the newest country to adopt the Euro. Um, This was quite a big thing so well done Croatia for submitting yourselves to being ruled by another country. January the 5th is the funeral of Pope Benedict XVI, which was held at St. Peter's Square in the Vatican City. Um, A bit of a strange one for me, because the Pope... I mean, obviously the Pope is the Pope, but I always find... I mean, there must be a Pope's funeral every couple of years, because for some reason they elect a 90-year-old man to take on the role which I always find really strange why don't you vote in someone a bit younger but you know can't really say anything because Americans voted in Joe Biden who let's be honest is everybody's granddad um later in the year um there is an airline a Yeti airline flight 691 that crashes um in Nepal which killed six uh, sorry 72 people And one thing that flew probably under everybody's radar, on the 27th of January, there was widespread unrest in Israel. Um, And this was due to the Israeli military raid in Jenin, um, which killed nine Palestinians. Um, Incendiary air balloons are launched into Israel-populated areas, um, and Israel responded with airstrikes later the same day seven jewish civilians were killed in a synagogue um, in a terrorist attack so this was months before the war actually started Um, israel killed nine palestinians um, and then responded to an air balloon by using rockets Um, but it's an ongoing battle in israel unfortunately Uh, we're going to flap Forward to February, um, Israel and Sudan um, announce a agreement to normalise relations between the two countries. So Israel's starting to get a little bit back on track. And the European Central Bank and the Bank of England raise their interest rates by 0.5% to combat inflation. The US Federal Reserve raises its funds by 0.25%. Um didn't work guys we're still in a recession so might need to do a little bit more to help us out there a bit of a sad one here something that i'm sure everybody remembers uh, in february early last year the earthquake that struck central turkey with a 7.7 sorry a 7.8 magnitude earthquake and a 7.7 magnitude aftershock on the same day causing massive damage across um, Turkey and Syria and killed more than 59,000 people and injuring 121,000. I remember this. This was just massive world news. It was awful to see what was going on. Later in the year, um, the South African Navy hosted a 10-day joint military exercise in the Indian Ocean with Russia and China. This was the lead-up to what was known as BRICS, so which was Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa um, starting their own sort of global alliance, almost global currency um, to i say rival the west um, seems to me honest it actually seems quite sensible that we have another 
outlet for um, for money. You know, not putting all the power into one country. So I quite like that. Um, Vladimir Putin announces that Russia is suspending its participation in a new start or a nuclear arms reduction treaty with the US. This was uh, in February as well. So in other words, he's saying we are going to carry on building nuclear weapons and sod the agreement that we had. Now, doesn't seem... You know, wouldn't seem too much of a big deal had they not been in the middle of a war. Um, it does seem a little bit, bit scary, really. Um, the world's on a knife edge right now. Uh, late the end of the month, 28th of February, a train crash in Thessaly in Greece killed 57 people um, and injured many more. The crash led to nationwide protests and strikes against the condition of the Greek railway system. So something that the Greek government needed to look at. In March, there was a uh, jihadist uh, insurgence in the Democratic Republic of Congo um, using machetes to kill 35 people in a village, something that we didn't hear about very much in the West. And there are, unfortunately, quite a few terrorist attacks that happened last year that sort of went under the radar. There was about three or four in Pakistan as well, um, all claimed by IS or um, Al-Qaeda. In fact, it led Pakistan to a point where they actually have now banned Afghanis from the country. If you've got an Afghan passport and you live in Pakistan, um, you've got to get out. You know, they've they've turned around and said all the terrorist attacks recently have happened from people of Afghan nature or or Afghanistani country Um, and if you are from that country good or bad we don't want you here because you can't be trusted so Pakistan taking a bit of a stand there and actually protecting its own people against terrorism another uh, quite important thing that again I I mean I I heard about this but it was only in our news very very briefly Um, the Chinese presidential election re-elected unanimously Xi Jinping as the People's Republic of China put him in as president for a third term something that doesn't happen in China you are not allowed to run for a third term there has never been a president that has run for a third term and he was unanimously elected now this screams to me dictatorship but I don't want to be attacked by the CCP but when you've got something in your writing or in your law that says you cannot um, you cannot run for a third election and then unanimously you voted in for a third election um, it does seem a little bit scary to me um, later in the month the International Criminal Court issues an arrest warrant for Russian President Vladimir Putin um, for um, making well, allegedly, I would say allegedly, um, stealing Ukrainian children. Now, I've read both sides of this. I personally think this is a witch hunt. I think they're going after him because of who he is and because he's at war and it's an, quotation, illegal war. Um, I have listened to Russian media and I do... I do sympathise with the Russians and that's really controversial and I hope nobody stops listening to this. Uh, obviously, I I don't agree with war on any level but from what I've understood, Ukrainians have been murdering Russian people in the streets of Ukraine for many years. Vladimir Putin has had enough of his people being murdered in an area that is predominantly Russian, which is the Donbass region, and has stood up for his people. So, I mean, I I sort of look at that as if to say there was a part of England that sort that became Scotland. Let's say Newcastle became part of Scotland, and all of a sudden the Scottish started killing all the English people that lived in Newcastle, I I would want the English government to turn around and and fight back. So, I I, um, 
we'll leave that one there. It's a, a bit controversial. So if I have annoyed anyone, I apologize for that. Um, a tornado outbreak happened in Mississippi and Alabama, which killed at least 26 people. The violent tornado um which devastated the city of Rolling Fork and the town of Silver City in Mississippi, which killed 16 and injured 165 others. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a place in America called Tornado Valley. Now, why do people live there? I just, I don't get that. I mean, it's called Tornado Valley. Why would you want to live where... You know, you you pretty much you're gonna hit one every year, every couple of years. I mean, I don't even like living by the coast because it's by the coast, and there could be a big wave that comes in. But there never has been. You know, there's never been a big wave that's hit the beach at Grimsby, so I'm not too worried about that. But there is always that thought: well, what if? But this place is called Tornado Valley. It's designed for tornadoes. I wouldn't live in a city or in a town in England that's called Flood Lane or Flood City or, you know, Big Wave Town. You just wouldn't do it. He'd be like, well, do you know what? There's a bit of a warning there. Probably shouldn't live there. We'll go forward into April where Finland becomes the 31st member of NATO. Another thing that really annoys me because... When NATO was formed, NATO was actually formed uh, the North Atlantic Treaty, and it was formed to stop the Soviet Union from conquering the world, basically. That was the point of NATO, and there are no longer any Soviets left. The Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore, so why does NATO? Because the sole purpose of NATO was to stop the Soviets, and they've stopped the Soviets. So, why is NATO still there? Uh, Not only that, NATO made a promise to the Russians that it would not encroach on the Russian border, um, and it would go no further than Germany. Um, Germany would be the last line, or the closest, furthest east it would go. Um, They have broken that on three or four occasions. Poland is entered into... Uh, NATO um, and I believe a couple of other countries in the east are also part of NATO and now Finland which if you know your geography is a border country with Russia so that's almost like the Russians put in their army in Canada or Mexico don't think the Americans would stand for that and I don't see why the Russians should have to stand for that but yeah I'm not not happy about this Finland becoming a member of NATO Um, if I'm not happy with NATO full stop I don't think it should I don't actually think it should exist Um, clashes between Palestinians and Israeli police uh, also happened that day and the Myanmar, correct me if I put that wrong, the Myanmar Civil War um, killed at least 65 people um, done by the Myanmar Air Force, um, which, um, yeah, never heard of it, don't even know what the, what the Myanmar Air Force is, um, it is from Burmese, from Burma. Um, Myanmar is a country never even heard of the country Myanmar Um, yeah so there's a war going on but let's be honest guys how many of you hands up have ever heard of a Myanmar civil war because I haven't don't even didn't even know Myanmar was a country don't even know where it is to be perfectly honest, I'm actually just going to double check that. It's in Southeast Asia and it has a population of about 55 million people. It's actually not a small country, guys. It is quite big. Um, I can't believe I've never heard of that. Never heard of the country. So yeah, they've got a civil war going on that doesn't make our news. But yet Ukraine and Russia is plastered all over our, our TVs. And I wonder if that's because they look like us always wondered that when it comes to um, 
the news? You know, do do they really put the news out if it's not white people? That sounds horrible to say it, but I do sometimes feel that that is the case. This is these are people in Southeast Asia, it's the other side of the world. They don't look like us. We don't need to talk about it. Russia, Ukraine, well, they're white, European. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Israel, Palestine, the media playing Israel as the the right people and, and Palestinians as the evil ones. And the Israelis kind of look like us. I just, I'd never really noticed things like this. And I suppose being white, it's not something that we do notice. But for those of you out there who listen to the show, that's are not of European descent. Is this sort of bias in the media something you notice or have noticed? Because until I do shows like this and I read things that I think, I didn't know about that, and I didn't know about that, that I start to question why um, this has happened. So, yeah, let me know. Now, this is a... I found this quite funny, and I'm sure some of you did, I'm sure some of you didn't, but the SpaceX Starship rocket, the largest and most powerful rocket ever built by Elon Musk, launches for the first time in a test flight from Texas, and it explodes after four minutes. Now, I found this hilarious because it was supposed to be like the big thing, this was the most powerful rocket ever built by humans, um... And I believe it was an unmanned rocket. Now I say that, I'm hoping it was, because otherwise it's not funny. Um, But I believe it was um, unmanned. It was to go up into orbit. But yeah, it it blew up um, after four minutes. So it wasn't really that good. And he spent quite a lot of money on that. So um, yeah. Now, again, this is something I didn't hear about. A mass cult suicide is uncovered in the Shakahola forest in Kenya now we've covered um, Jim Jones who was the the, well let's be honest don't drink the Kool-Aid everyone knows who Jim Jones was Um, but this one I've never heard of 429 followers of the Good News International Ministries are found in a shallow grave throughout the forest with over 613 people missing. Now that is quite a lot of people in one go. Um, Crazy. Just completely crazy. Didn't even know about it. Going into May, there was a banking crisis. The San Francisco-based First Republic Bank fails um, and is auctioned off by the US FDIC to Morgan Chase for 10.7 billion dollars and the collapse surpasses March's collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank to become the second largest collapse in US history wow mental um A shooting, school shooting, occurs in Belgrade in Serbia. A second mass murder occurs the next day. Um, And in these events, 19 people were dead, uh, causing the government to increase regulations on gun ownership. So take note there, America. It can be done when you have mass shootings. Um, You can control the guns, you know. Um, and, and, And why do they always shoot up schools? Like, I know it's maximum effect and it's devastating, and but how can you, like, what's wrong with people? Like, if you're going to break into an office block or, you know, break into somewhere that, where, so where you were bullied as a kid and, and shoot the people that, that work at Games Workshop or whatever, do you know what I mean? But a school... Like, you're killing kids. I mean, that's the lowest of the low. These It's just absolute scumbags. Um, later in that month, uh, a day that will live with me forever, um, a day that I really didn't think I was going to see, and I knew I would see it, but I never thought I would see it. 
um, and that is the coronation of King Charles III. Um, what a day. I mean, we got a day off work, which was fantastic. Um, and I got to pledge allegiance to the king, which a lot of people now will be going, oh, you fucking idiot, what did you do that for? But I love the royal family, um, and many of you who listen to the show know I am a huge royalist. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> but it was um, one of those events, like I said, I knew I would see it because the queen was in her 70s when I, uh, or in her late 60s when I was born um, so I knew that I was it was pretty likely I was going to outlive the Queen but you know the longer it goes on you sort of think are we ever going to see this you know is the Queen just going to live on forever and yeah I've never seen a coronation in my life it was the first monarch to be crowned in 70 years the majority of British people alive had never seen a coronation, and we got to share it with the rest of the world, so um, that was fantastic. Um, Later in that month, there was um, a Russian and Belarus agreement to station tactical nuclear weapons on the Belarus um, territory. Well, for those of you who are aware of UK, UK, European geography, um, that's very close to um, the rest of Europe okay it's in Minsk Um, it gives a lot more advantage to the Russians to actually fire from Belarus than it does from Russia Um, so again a bit of a bit of a worrying thing there the following month in June uh, wildfires in Canada um, and New York City uh, declared that the United States, or New York in the United States, was declared to have the worst air quality in any city in the world. Now, I remember these wildfires. They were crazy, absolutely crazy, that there were so many people that was, you know, real scared for what was what could happen. Um, I mean, obviously, I've got friends who live in New York. Um, that's New York State, not New York City. Um and they border Canada, and they, you know, they were saying it's it's quite scary, you know, knowing you could see the the change in the air, you could see the change in the sky, and it, it was, yeah, it was quite a horrible thing. And and if I remember rightly, June and July was noted as um, the hottest months in in human history. So it was, yeah, quite scary. The eighteenth of June, a day where let's be honest the americans and i also as i believe it was the american coast guards they had everyone's pants down really because the titan submersible disappeared and they made us believe <laughs> and there was a lot of people that believed that these guys could get out of that vessel um and as we we know they didn't um I think in reality everybody knew that they hadn't but there was this belief around the world that oh maybe we could find them on the bottom of the ocean and you're like yeah, you're not going to find them on the bottom of the ocean for starters um, and secondly it's imploded you know the, the water pressure the, the air pressure it, there was no way they were going to survive but I believe they uh they tried to. I think they knew. I, I genuinely think they knew straight away, but they were trying to um, sort of give the world hope, so to speak. That's what I thought when I I heard about it. So I was like, no, there's no way they've survived that. And I remember friends and family saying, yeah, they could have, they might have done, and you know. And I'm thinking. No, we we just you're trying to give hope, false hope, and you should never. I don't agree with false hope. I think, yeah, I don't agree with false hope. Um, anyway, flipping through to July, third of July, um, in the largest incursion by Israel into the West Bank since the Second Intifada, the Israeli military deploys ground forces and armed drones into the Jenin camp killing six uh, sorry killing 13 and injuring more than a hundred 
an attack which was claimed by Hamas as retaliation for the incur- What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. ...in Tel Aviv the following day that injured nine people. Again, all right... We all know about the Israeli war, and a lot of people in this country and across the world side with Israel on this war. But in July, the Israeli military killed 13 people in the West Bank, seemingly for no reason. Um, So... I don't agree with it on any level, but I didn't even know that happened until I've just read that. And if I didn't know that happened, how many other people didn't know that happened? But I bet the Palestinians knew that happened. And that's why there is so much animosity there, because they've gone around and killed people. And the world just doesn't even know it's happened. But yet, when the boot's on the other foot, the world does know what's happened. Um, I'll be honest, I still fall slightly into the Israeli camp on that one, um, on the whole war, because I just do. Um, You know, friends and family, um, not family, haven't got any family that but I've got friends that are um Israeli I've got friends that are Jewish um and I believe that the war this particular war was started by Hamas and therefore you can't start a war and then moan that you're losing I think that's wrong um it's almost like going up to the big kid at school, um, pulling his trousers down and then moaning that he turns around and punches you in the face. Um, I just don't think, I don't think you've really got a leg to stand on there. But um, again, like I said, this uh, might be controversial and might piss some people off. So if I have pissed you off, don't let me know because I'm not going to read it. Um, But if you agree with me, let me know, because I will read that. Um, In Greece, tens of thousands of tourists flee roads amid wildfires and a major heat wave um, in what officials say is the largest evacuation in the country's history, even more than Marathon and Sparta. Um, But yeah, a lot of people had to leave Greece, because again, wildfires, the temperature was just absolutely unreal in the summer last year 30th of july this is what we was talking about uh, when we talk about suicide bombing 63 people were killed and over 200 were injured after suicide bombing in kahar in pakistan which was uh, the islamic state that took uh, took responsibility or took the credit for that um in august the world's uh, oceans reached a new high temperature of 20.96 degrees or 69 degrees Fahrenheit, exceeding the previous record that was set in July. Um, sorry, in 2016 and July. Um, the, July was the hottest month on record um, for a global average surface temperature, um, which was by a margin of 0.3 degrees. So not a huge increase, but still an increase. Unfortunately, we're going back to another bit of a tragedy here and the Hawaiian wildfires. This was one I remember on the island of Maui. 
um, 17,000 acres of land were built, uh, were burned, and a hundred people um, were killed with four missing. People lost everything in these fires. I mean, absolutely everything. It was it was horrible. Um, the Canadian wildfires that happened later in that month, 68% of the North Northwest Territories were forced to evacuate um, to different parts of the country because of these wildfires. Um, you know, I, I remember, I believe it was 2022, the Australian wildfire that devastated Australia. Um, there was just so many more fires you know, every year we seem to just get more and more of these wildfires, and yeah, it's beginning to become a bit scary, to be honest. Um, the eighth of September uh, was the start of the Rugby World Cup. In um, yeah, it was the twenty twenty three Rugby World Cup, which was held in France. And annoyingly, England actually thought we might win this, and especially when we got to the semi final or quarterfinal, and thought, huh, we're playing South Africa. This will be all right. Should win this. On paper, England were the better team. Um, New Zealand were already in the final. New Zealand are pretty good. Could we have beaten New Zealand? Well, we'll never know because South Africa beat us. And then they went on to beat New Zealand 12-11 at the Stade de France and claimed their fourth Rugby World Cup title. So, very, very good. Well done, uh, South Africa. So, if there's any South Africans listening, thanks for knocking England out and thanks for winning. We, you know, I was well impressed with that. Um, another earthquake devastates Morocco. A 6.9 magnitude earthquake um, killed at least 2,960 people and damaged historic buildings. So not just any buildings, it damaged historic ones, and that hurts us historians more than anything. Now, Libya was also the home of a natural disaster, and let's be honest, the reason this natural disaster was so bad was because it was done by Storm Daniel. And let's be honest, that's a pretty powerful name. No wonder it was so strong. Jokes aside, though, this storm uh, actually killed 5,000 people um, and a further 10 to 100,000 were reported missing. So it actually managed to collapse two dams, resulting in a quarter of the city of Derna to be destroyed. So, yeah, I did make a little bit of a joke about the name, but only because it's named after me. Um, but, yeah, not a, not a good not a good um, natural disaster that one. I mean no natural disasters are good but um, when there's loss of life it's uh, it's quite dangerous now on the 3rd of October a man in American politics known as Kevin McCarthy was removed as Speaker of the House he was only elected on the 8th of January and if I'm right there was 15 rounds of elections before he was voted in as Speaker of the House, and that is the most amount of rounds of voting since 1860. So America really couldn't pick one, um, and the one they did pick didn't last very long. Um, he was replaced with Mike Johnson, who was the new Speaker of the House, and he was replaced on the 25th of October. Now we come to the point that I would say dominated the world last year, and that is the 7th of October and the start of that war between Israel and Hamas, where Hamas soldiers decided to infiltrate Israel and murder innocent civilians at a party um, and then take over 200 hostages back to Palestine. Some of these videos are available online. I know a lot of people say these are AI generated, and I know AI is very clever now, but if you look at the photos of these soldiers as they were parachuting in or gliding in, um, they had GoPros on. Majority of them were carrying some form of a camera. Um, these atrocities that they did were captured on camera. 
I don't think these are easy to find. I haven't seen any of them myself. I have heard a lot about them. I've heard of some absolutely abhorrent war crimes, crimes against humanity, um, just disgusting, disgusting terrorist acts um, against innocent people. And I'm not going to repeat any of these. If you haven't heard and you do want to know some of the things that I have heard, you'll have to contact me separately. I will tell you the things I've heard, but not for this show. I'm not going to be repeating things. And again, the issue with these, a lot of these acts is they are hearsay. And there are a lot of people that say, well, they're AI generated videos or they're fake videos. There's no evidence to back it up. And I think, unfortunately, like I said, with the power of AI at the moment, excuse me, it's very hard to actually debate that. Um, But it prompted a war. It prompted Israeli forces to retaliate in one of the most aggressive campaigns that the Israeli Defense Force has ever, you know, ever been involved in. They've even attacked Lebanon, um, mainly because there were rockets fired by Hezbollah from Lebanon into Israel at the same time. Um, You know, we... You hear a lot about um, Israel want genocide. Now, this is the thing that's battered around. Um, I'm just going to give a little opinion on this, just so everyone knows where I stand um, or what I believe. And I keep hearing Israel want genocide. They want rid of everybody who lives in Gaza. Um, They want everybody dead. They want them all moved on or killed or taken out or whatever um and i can't argue that they don't because i don't know i'm not israeli and i don't know um if that is what they want it's absolutely disgusting and in there is no excuse for it however the palestinians want exactly the same thing against the israelis they want them all dead. They want them all disappeared. They want them off that land. So you've got two groups of people that want the absolute destruction of each other. Not not just a little bit, not just under the thumb, not just a two-state. They don't want a two-state solution. They want the others dead. So neither of them are any good. Yeah, if you want a genocide you're not a good person so that goes for the palestinians that want genocide to the israelis and the israelis that want it back they are not good people there is a two-state solution there and i really really wish they could come up with it there is a possibility for people to live in harmony and a prime example of that is ireland and northern ireland okay um not the same level um but the same level of hatred, I would say, is still there. But it's not the same, you know, they didn't have the same resources and the same weapons. And you're not necessarily talking about um, David and Goliath there. You know, the the Irish um, were, were as, you know, quite well equipped. But either way, it just, it doesn't sit right, This the Israel thing. Um, they actually declared war on the 8th of October. Um, this was the first time they've declared war since the Yom Kippur War in 1973. So quite a big part of history. And let's be honest, it is kind of the thing that dominated the year. Um, there isn't really that much left in the year to, to talk about. I mean, the Beatles released a new uh, single which was called Now and Then, on the 2nd of November, and it was the last ever song that they recorded. And it was actually restored vocals by John Lennon um, and guitar tracks by George Harrison, um, who are both dead now. Um, The uh, 6th of November, there was an update on the war, the Israel-Hamas war. Um, The death toll in Gaza was um, reported to have passed 10,000 people. Um, there was also a explosion at a 
a hospital which um, caused a, a lot of outrage. Um, again, there's two ways of looking at this. I believe they've actually found out that the rocket that destroyed that hospital was actually a Hamas rocket that didn't work properly. Um, obviously, it misfired or, or came back on itself or whatever. But on the flip side to this, a war should be fought against two militaries. And when you've got one military that wants to fight and one military that wants to hide underneath civilian targets like hospitals, like schools, it you, it's almost like it's very hard to justify any action in that situation because Israel can't win. If they attack the hospital or attack the school because they know that Hamas are hiding there, they are in the wrong for attacking a hospital or a school. Rightly so. But if they don't attack that hospital or school, Hamas have survived. It's a real hard one. They, I, To me, Hamas is using all the dirty tactics in the book, but then also they're not in a position to take on Israel man for man. I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's just a horrible, horrible war and there are innocent people being killed on both sides. Men, women, children just caught in the middle of it. You know, there are massive war crimes committed by Israel in this. I mean, there's reports of Israelis telling civilians to leave one city because they're going to destroy that city and to move to a different one and then blowing up the roots as these people are moving the city moving from city to city so they're listening to the israelis they're getting out into a safe place and they're getting obliterated on the streets because they're attacking the route to the safe place and there's a lot of stories going back and forth and i just don't know where i stand with it i really don't i just think the whole thing um is disgusting um a very very horrible time to to be alive to be honest i'm going to flip into december cuz there really really isn't that much that that really happened in november um the main thing that really happened in december was probably the last day of the year where queen margaret the 2nd of denmark um announced her abdication of the throne after 52 years and has decided that she will step down as queen of denmark um which i bet many of you didn't even know because again not really something i knew much about but i think politics wise i'm just going to do a little bit on this because there were a few things that happened in politics last year um that i would say marred a lot of it there was an investigation into Joe Biden that was to do with him taking private um, documents out of the White House. Very, very similar to what they were trying to get Trump for. Um, they try. I think they're trying to get Biden indicted. I'm not 100% sure on that because I don't really know what it means. Um, I know they've indicted Trump for breathing, basically. Um, but I don't really know what they're trying to get from this um there was a court case brought against Donald Trump for rape um which if i'm honest kind of got thrown out i know he got convicted of defamation i believe um and battery or or something like that he got basically she tried to do him for raping her and turns out that she couldn't tell you where it was what day it was what time it was um, apparently he raped her in a department store while her husband was there but she doesn't know what she was wearing that day what Donald Trump was wearing um, she doesn't know what season it was or what time of the year it was um, but she does know that he raped her 
Call me crazy, that sounds like she hasn't got a fucking clue. And they kind of thought the same thing, because what he was actually done for was calling her crazy, um, and basically saying she's a nutcase, and that's what they ended up getting him on, because he insulted her, and he caused defamation on her. That's what that's what I understand. I could be wrong, and if, if I am wrong, please someone message me and explain to me what he actually did. But as far as I'm aware, he wasn't convicted of rape. Um, now, if that is true, then she should be convicted of crying false. Um, that's my personal opinion when it comes to rape charges if the man hasn't done it at all and the woman has lied then she should be punished in the same way um that's my opinion probably some people agree i would hope some people agree and i'm sure there's people that don't agree um but yeah i think it's um i mean if he's been if he had ever been convicted of that He's not fit to be president. Um, and I know there's a lot of people in America that still think he's not fit to be president regardless. Um, but, yeah, we'll leave the Donald Trump stuff where it is. Because, let's be honest, guys, you haven't really got much of a choice in America. Um, I think what Joe Biden has done to the country from where we're sitting across the pond is pretty disgusting. Um, you know, throwing money at the Ukraine war when no, there's no appetite for it in America. You know, throwing money at things that he he really hasn't done. I mean, it's very much like Rishi Sunak, the Prime Minister of England, who's an absolute dick, um, turning around and saying, oh, we've dropped the price of petrol by five pence per litre. This was a big thing last year. We've dropped it by five pence per litre. That is the biggest drop in British history. Yeah, it is the biggest drop in British history. But what you're not telling people, dickhead, is that you put it up by 20p the week before. So what you've done is put it up by 20p, drop it by 5p, and you want a pat on the back for only raising it by 15p per litre. Um, I mean, I'm sat by a petrol station right now. Just so you guys know, in America, the price of a British um, litre of petrol is £1.45 per litre. For diesel, is £1.69 per litre. Um, and an American, I know you guys do it in gallons, but a gallon is 3.5 litres. So for a, a gallon of petrol in America... Um, if in this country you'd be talking at about five pound, which is roughly seven or eight dollars a gallon. I don't know if that's cheap in America, but I'm pretty sure it's a bit cheaper than I'm sure you guys are cheaper than we are. Um, yeah, we pay way too much, way too much, and I think something like sixty percent of that is tax as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys, bills have gone up. Gas and electric has gone up, petrol's gone up, everything, all the prices have gone up, all our taxes have gone up, um, even my car insurance, which we have to pay in this country, um, that's gone up, even though I've got another year under my belt where I haven't crashed my car, we have a thing in, in England, I don't know if you have it in America, it's called a no claims bonus, um, which means if you've driven for 10 years and you've not had an accident, you've never made a claim on your insurance, you get a discount because you've got 10 years of being a safe driver, so you get it a bit cheaper. I've got nine years, um, no claims, and my insurance has gone up because they can, not because of anything else. Um, they just can, so they will, and that's what disgusts me, you know, and that is where we are as as a nation, as a world right now. The world has gone mad. Um, there is one point I do want to quickly make. Um, there just needs to be a complete 
overhaul of of everything. I think if there was a reset button, this is the point I want to make. If there was a reset button and we could start again, you know, new politics, new everything, you know, no wars, no fighting, dare I say it, no religions, everybody starts right again and we vote in the right people for the jobs. How many of you would press that reset button? Give you pause for thought. Not as much of an entertaining year last year. There was, um, to be honest, I'd say it was more of a tragic year than an entertaining year. Um, like I said, the highlight for me was the coronation of King Charles. But um, let me know, guys. Did you have any highlights of last year? Oh, another on a side note, quickly. Tom Brady finally retires after winning seven Super Bowl rings. You absolute prick. Um, he only managed to win one by deflating footballs. But yeah, we'll. Um, I wasn't I'm not a fan of Tom Brady. <laughs> well, that's because I'm a Steelers fan. So happy New Year! Thanks for listening, guys, and um, please don't be too offended by this episode. And uh, we'll see you next week for an actual history episode. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.